Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Um, and then we have um, a bunch of guys that are going out Thursday and Friday. I'll be out Thursday and Friday. So we'll hit, we'll hit a lot of guys Thursday and Friday, evaluation period-wise. See some guys play on Friday. Um, and then, um, you know, we came out today and just played football. I thought it was really important that we got ourselves back in the groove of competition. Tomorrow we'll continue to work on some things. You know, we're doing a ton of self-scout, a ton of improvement work, a ton of looking at, you know, um, some areas that we think we need to improve upon, you know, some third down stuff, some red zone stuff. We'll implement some of that. Thursday will be a lot of Northwestern stuff um, to get a jump on them. They have a bye week too, so they know who we are. We know who they are. So, But to me right now, the goal is for us to go 1-0 this week just in terms of improving ourselves and getting the young guys some good work. You're listening to Hurt Out Sports Radio here on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Ravi Lula. Anna Bellinghausen here with me as well. So, Anna, I have to, I have to admit here, um, I have a little bit of the yips with your name. Like okay. A, a little bit. Okay. Yep. I had never mispronounced it before mm-hmm. or said it wrong in my life. Not that I've had to say it a lot prior to us hosting shows together. Uh, and then I asked you before the show last week to make sure I said it right. Uh-huh. And I left off the last syllable of your name. Which Only I had, once. Which I had never done before. And now it is in my head so deeply that every time I say it, I'm like, wait, is it house or housing? Is it? And I, <laughs> I swear to God, it's, it's a mental battle every time I say it. So if I make a mistake, first of all, I apologize. Secondly, I'm, I'm doing my best here. <laughs> It is. I had a friend who could not distinguish between pineapples and coconuts. She knew they were different fruits, hmm. but she would see one and she would get so in her head about which one was which. And they don't even look the same. No. Right. There's very little similar about them. That's how I am with your name right okay. now is I am just so deep in my head about it. You can it. just call me Anna B. Anna B. I might do that. I'm, I might have to do that. Um, That's what everyone calls me. You can follow her at Annabella Media on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at R.A. Lula. But I just wanted to acknowledge that, get that out of the <laughs> way. So if I do, like, pull a Chuck Knobloch and throw your name into the stands, um, it is it is not intentional or uh, anything uh, reflection of you, just my own neuroses, I think. So um, anyway, we heard uh, Matt Rule there on the audio that Shane played as we came out of the break. And, you know, he said some things yesterday that I actually, th- I actually think he told us some things. For sure. Which you don't always get out of coaches, especially mm-hmm. – in that situation uh first and foremost obviously uh tough news on marcus washington um that is a pretty depleted group already (laughs) to say the least yeah and he was maybe i mean he was playing as well as anybody in that group i mean billy kemp has done well but it seemed like marcus washington had 
sort of developed a little bit of chemistry with 100%. with Heinrich Harburg. And so uh, that's a big loss, obviously. You know, we've been clamoring to see the freshman wide receivers. Well, mm-hmm. we don't really have a choice now. This is this, this might be one of those be careful what you wish for situations. Yeah. Um, so really tough for Marcus Washington, who I think is in his sixth year already. So he is He's been around. likely not coming back. I yeah. don't think he – I mean, did he miss a game early in the season with the hamstring? He might have. So he maybe still has only played four games. I'm right, not, so I'm there not. might be a medical retro. Yeah, in which, there. but does he want to go back to college for a seventh yeah. year? Like, that's the other question. Um, so best, uh, best wishes to Marcus Washington um, on all of that. But the other thing that Coach Rule said that I think maybe slid under the radar, I didn't really see anybody else talking about this, but he goes, Rule's, uh, or he, Rule said, Jeff's out there now. He's back healthy now. And then he said, hey, Heinrich started the last several games, so he's going to be the starter, but there's competition, whatever. I I think he low-key, without us even asking, because we had been asking a a few – I say we as in people that go to the press conference. I I don't, typically. What do you guys got? Um, (laughs) And and we – you know, people have asked, hey, like is – you know, has Heinrich replaced Jeff as the starter? Is he ahead of him? Whatever. And – rules kind of danced around that question quite a bit and then he kind of just came out and said it without anybody asking is I mean is that how you took those comments as well I would say so yeah I was kind of like if there was a game today Heiner could start yeah that was kind of how he danced around that question right whether or not Sims is going to be 1000% healthy for this next game here but I think he gave a kind of ambiguous answer of yeah Heinrich is starting and Mm -hmm. I also like the fact that he he did mention, hey, I don't name a starter because I want there to be competition. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, you don't want those guys to get comfortable. You don't want them to get comfortable in in their position and think that, oh, I won the starting job, right? Because you want to continue that internal competition just for the pure fact that there is no solid QB1, right? Yeah. You, you have guys that are talented, but you don't know what they can necessarily produce in different situations. So I think I liked how we answered the question, whether or not there was even a question posed. I mean, right, it was yeah. kind of an interesting way. And I'm surprised again that he did kind of come out and really say. gave us that much. Right, yeah. that gave um, gave media that much. But um, again, I, I still think Heinrich's a guy uh, from at least what his – his statement was, at least it seems that way. Yeah, it's, the way I took it was, especially because on the front end, he mentioned that Jeff is healthy mm-hmm. now um, and really didn't couch it. Every time he had talked about Jeff's status before, he'd kind of hedged it a little bit. It's like, well, he's not 100%, but he's, he's out there. And he just said he's, he's back healthy now. So I, yeah. I took that for what, it, what he said it as. And then I thought it was really interesting the way he – also kind of told us like hey if Chuba hadn't gotten banged up that week that he probably would have gotten the snaps over Harbor yeah that was super interesting to me just to hear in in general that Chuba would have been QB1 over over Heinrich had yeah. had he been healthy I never would have thought he would have expressed that yeah I thought, I thought it that was, was interesting yeah I did too and he, and he talked about how hey we, you know he said before I think we've got three quarterbacks that can help us win but that's mm-hmm. really the first time that he said you know he had said that Harburg had been two or three 
depending on what part of the year you were in. And then Chubba got a little banged up. So, I mean, you maybe could have surmised that from yeah. what he had said before. But he just really came out and said, yeah, I think Chubba would have started right. or would have gotten those snaps over Harburg. But maybe that was kind of a backwards compliment to Heinrich and sure. hey we didn't think that you were going to be that successful but you proved us wrong yeah right and you proved that you are and maybe the best quarterback out of that group maybe a little bit of motivation for Chubba as well to say like hey this this really you could he still was low-key calling people out he was like hey you could still be this guy yeah. you know you were ahead of Heinrich mm -hmm. and you know I there is a part of me that kind of does want to see Chubba Purdy at some point I would love to because I mean, I've never been a huge fan, just full disclosure. I saw him at Florida State, wasn't super impressed. Obviously, we saw him a little bit last year and in the spring game, wasn't super impressed. Not that I was impressed with Harburg in the spring game either, to be fair. Um, but, you know, I think he probably has a skill set that fits the offense that Marcus Satterfield wants to run a little bit better. And I think he's probably the most natural passer of that group out of Sims and, and Harburg and, and Purdy. And so I wonder if with the strides we've seen Harburg make, like has Purdy made similar strides? Because if he has, that might be a pretty good quarterback in that room. That's what I'm wondering too, just at practice. I mean, you're going up against a good defense while they might not create too many turnovers mm -hmm. in practice. And I've seen that brought up too of, hey, if this defense had been creating turnovers in practice, yeah. would, have, would Jeff Sims have been QB1 still? Right. And that's an interesting point too. But um, I think that Chubba must be, right? Because if it's a QB competition every week, yeah. the guy that no one's been talking about is Chubba Purdy. Absolutely. And why wouldn't he want to be that starting quarterback and kind of prove people wrong too? I'm sure he has a major chip on his shoulder sure. just from being injured and now being healthy and, and seeing that, hey, that's my spot, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm sure in his mind that he's saying, hey, that's that's rightfully mine to go get. Sure, yeah. Well, and, you know, he's he's – I think people kind of forget he was a pretty highly touted guy coming out of high school. He was a four-star, obviously went to Florida State. Um, you see where Florida State is now. And – you look at him and you go, he, he's kind of the forgotten man at this point. He's sort of in a position that Heinrich Harburg was in last year mm -hmm. where people just forget about him, haven't really talked about him. And, you know, I'm not totally convinced if he's healthy that he might not even still be the best person for this job, not to create unnecessary uh, quarterback controversy. But I, I do think, you know, there's a fine line between quarterback controversy and quarterback competition, right? Mm -hmm. Quarterback competition is really good. Quarterback controversy is probably more of a media thing than a than a locker room thing. Although I think it can right. certainly spread there too. If there's, you know, I think it's more of a they see it personality yeah. and leadership thing, right? Yeah. I think it really only becomes a controversy in the locker room if the majority of the team thinks somebody who isn't playing gives them a better chance to win. Sure. Um, I do want to I do want to touch on that topic you brought up though, because um, Ryan on Twitter asked a really interesting question about evaluating the quarterbacks in camp compared to what the defense has been doing this year in the season. And I want to touch on that next. We'll do that here on Herd at Sports Radio. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.